0: Welcome back to another episode of The Rookery, a Gargoyles podcast. I am Michael Maxwell, and with me as always... Derek Murray. And uh, on our last episode, everyone, we finished up the fifth episode of Awakening, Awakening Part 5. We are out of the five-parter stuff, and we're into the regular season, and we're starting it off with The Thrill of the Hunt, featuring the introduction of the pack, which... uh, pretty exciting. I, th- I think those are fun characters that uh, are recurring characters. as Yeah, it were, yeah. for this. Uh, but before we get started, I did want to make one little announcement that shortly after we began doing this uh, show, I got an email. Um, it, it was it was a article uh, linked to an article that was basically like, adopt a gargoyle. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, and so I, I checked it out and what it is, uh, it was basically the, um, Notre Dame. I, I don't know how many people are familiar with the fact that, uh, it burned down. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, not completely, but it, the damage that happened when that thing caught fire was extensive. Yes. yes um, it was. and they've been, uh, trying to rebuild it ever since. And so they have this thing called friends of Notre Dame, paris.org, uh, where you could donate. Um, to their rebuilding efforts. And at the time, I don't think it's that way anymore because I've been back to the site recently and now it's more or less just, just give us your money. Like, like, just like there's a dollar amount that you can donate. But they had kind of a a fun little thing where they had specific sections of the cathedral that you could look at and you could donate specifically to that thing. Some of which were uh, the grotesques, which are usually like they're called a lot of people just call them gargoyles but a gargoyle and a grotesque are actually two different things um a gargoyle is actually uh it's supposed to be functional like that's where like they're they're designed to like drain water and stuff like that like that's part of their function on the building whereas grotesques are purely cosmetic those are the statues that you see that look out over and look all scary and stuff like that so uh i went ahead and I adopted a gargoyle Um, i put a donation in for the show um for one of the grotesques and yeah so i'm i'm doing my part (laughs) i mean to be fair i've always wanted a
1: gargoyle um my whole life so it feels good to to
0: achieve the dreams of my young child self (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) But if you uh, yourself would like to lend in any capacity to the rebuilding effort of the cathedral, you can uh, find out more information at Friends of Notre Dame uh, Paris. That's important. <laughs> Friends of Notre Dame Paris Not the football team. Yes. Not to be confused with that. <laughs> so, all Very right. Very
1: important distinction.
0: On with the countdown. No. Uh, so, the thrill of the hunt. Uh, so I always like to go over the cast list um, in case there's any new and interesting voice cast, uh, mm-hmm. of which there are a lot in this episode. Yeah, because the, whole, we have, the whole pack, right? Yeah, yeah, we've got the whole pack and they're bringing in some, some. I mean, a lot of similar voices, uh, a lot of the same people we're already familiar with. But there's some people in here that, um, one name in particular that I was like, really? Uh, not because he's a big name or anything. I just, just never thought of him as a, voice actor but he probably he's probably done a lot of it but uh okay so going down the pack we've got wolf voiced by clancy brown and it it's it sounds like him oh yeah yeah and interestingly enough apparently later on in the series it's revealed that wolf is a descendant of haken who is voiced by clancy brown i don't i don't know how (laughs) since he didn't seem like the family type. I mean, I guess it could just be like a relative of something. Maybe not all of Haken's f- siblings were marauders. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, so yeah, Clancy Brown voices Wolf. Uh, Jim Cummings doing his best Monterey Jack voices Dingo. Mm-hmm. And there's literally no distinction between those characters. I challenge you to fire up an episode of rescue Rangers and tell me <laughs> <laughs> that Monterey Jack sounds any different than Dingo at all. Yeah, no, I, I will.
1: Uh, there was always, <laughs> I, I feel like especially early on in these cartoons, like when they, when they were going to do any kind of accent, it was always the same stereotypical act. Like, all Australians sounded like this. Like,
0: yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. And look for kids, that's all you need,
1: really. Yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. Well, I don't need to know that Australians have different accents
0: based on their region. <laughs> it's like I'm 11. <laughs> what do I care? <laughs> exactly. Um. All right. So you also had uh, Laura San Giacomo voicing Fox and cree summer voicing hyena now here's the one that threw me off matt frewer who if you are not familiar with that name mm-hmm. uh, mr frewer is best known for playing max Hedrum way back in the day oh. but this man has i mean and he's done a lot of a lot of tv shows and stuff like that in fact i most recently i rewatched honey i shrunk the kids and i forgot he was in that movie as the neighbor dad so oh yeah yeah Um, interesting but uh, apparently he i mean aside from doing a lot of tv shows he has also uh dabbled in other other voice work uh as well including castlevania Oh, really? He was the voice of the bishop in, what, 12 episodes? Oh, interesting. But that was the name. I was like, really? Okay. Uh, But yeah, he he is uh, one of the voice cast here. Okay. As as Jackal. So um, that's it. Other than that, it's all your your usual suspects voicing the, the gargoyles. Yeah. So the plot of this... So we're out of these, you know, five part things into, you know, isolated episodes. However, (laughs) Gargoyles, it does have like an overarching narrative. Like, you know, the events from the first five episodes are still carried through into this. Like we start this off and Xanatos is still in jail and you have Owen being like hey even though xanatos is in, in jail you gargoyles you're welcome to still stay here and no one seems to have a problem with it <laughs> <laughs> no one questions it at all everyone's just like oh yeah wow Except- that guy he's a bad guy but he's a stand-up guy <laughs> like, yeah i don't
1: think that's how xanatos works guys because yeah. there's a point where owen is like oh you know he doesn't hold the grudge and i'm like really Real this man built a castle on top of his avengers tower uh to settle some thousand-year-old score for his
0: gargoyle love. Like, th- come on. Come on. Yeah, well, and I, it's funny, because, like, Elisa is the one person that has a problem with it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but I, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. So there is stuff that that ripples throughout the series, right, the, through the season. Like, there is an overarching thing. Xanatos is still in jail, but he is manipulating things from behind the scenes. And, and that carries through, like... You'll still have your kind of monster of the week or situation of the week that they're dealing with, but there is sort of a, an underlying narrative o- across the whole season, right? Right. Um, but we're coming up onto three episodes that, while individual, feel like they are a trilogy. Uh, what I'm calling the idiot trilogy because
1: yeah. yeah or or the three stooges trilogy is, yeah, it's, it's really
0: <laughs> it's it's basically each episode is dealing with one of the one of the trio one of the stooges uh lexington brooklyn or broadway it's each episode features one of these characters doing something completely idiotic and putting other people's lives in danger <laughs> yeah pretty much that's that's pretty much every episode
1: in the in this next three episodes just kind of back to back to back. It's just, yeah. it's a different gargoyle that's kind of causing the same havoc.
0: Yeah. And almost uh, it, it, it's, so, it's sort of similar, especially this one in the next episode feels very similar. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, cause it does, it deals with like, you know, kind of manipulation and the
1: best laid plans and, yeah. you know, the best of intentions. And, and it plays a lot on their naivety. Like yeah. they are clearly still very naive. And there's a reason Goliath is the leader. Uh, but they course, get played on for that. And
0: it, yeah, and of course, it, both times it's Goliath that gets duped. He's like, "Yes, yeah, It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, he's the one being had by the whole situation. Yeah, he's got the worst friends. Yeah, uh, but this one. So this one features Lexington being that character, being that guy. <laughs> um, so yes, at the start of it, we get our first lovers' quarrel between Goliath and Elisa. Because she's like, you guys need to leave this place, and Goliath is just stubborn and is like, nope, not gonna happen. Yeah, and his his faith in the uh, justice system, I think, is delightfully funny. It like,
1: is. It is. Um, you know, it's cute. It's cute. Look, <laughs> Goliath isn't without his own naivety. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because um, even even Elise is like, dude, he's gonna be out very soon. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, But yeah, they they kind of have a little a little beef uh, and she she takes off. Yeah. And, they, and she's not in this episode like at all after that. Yeah. Uh, and she's not really in the next episode either, which is also noticeable. Yeah, it is very weird. It's very weird about that. But yeah, I think I think this episode in particular feels
1: weird and i know that it does end up having you know kind of connections to not just the overall story but you know connections to the story that we've already seen um you know it does connect to the events of the awakening and, and it all kind of ties in but uh it I, I remember when i sat down to rewatch the episode and i was just the whole first half of the episode i was just like am i still watching gargoyles like it's so different like it's so jarring <laughs> Like, it feels like this... It feels like the thrill of the hunt. It feels like this episode was made prior to The Awakening. Like, The Awakening series was made after uh, this episode.
0: (laughs) I mean, this to me... Whereas The the Awakening feels like a movie, right? It's five episodes that feel like one long film uh, put together. And to me, the... This episode, The Thrill of the Hunt, feels like the first legitimate like cart, like Saturday, or not Saturday, because this uh, this, I think played on the weekdays, or maybe it was Saturday mornings, I don't remember, but it it has that afternoon after school animated yeah. sc- series feel to it yeah yeah it does. and i don't it mean really that does. necessarily in a in a bad way cuz i mean that's what the show is <laughs> like, right, right right
1: but it does it, you're right it it hits you over the head a little bit more than i say the awakening cuz the awakening is really about establishing uh everything right it's about establishing the, the characters it's about you know setting up what these gargoyles are doing I and mean, then the whole premise of this episode is, "Hey, don't believe everything you see on TV." That's
0: the line. Like
1: that's that's in the script.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So after Elisa tries to explain that Xanatos is going to be out of out of jail in six months' time, uh, and that he still owns the castle, she takes off, and then we go to the TV room where uh, Hudson and Bronx are settling down for their evening of watching, you know, their their shows, their stories. And, um, Hudson finds that the pack, a TV show called the pack is on every channel. Um, and the other three, the Stooges compiling into the room, all excited for it. Hudson is not excited for it because while he enjoys the show, he doesn't like that. It's on every channel, which, you know, to your average viewer, just seeing this, you're like, well, that is, that is really suspect. (laughs) (laughs) No, no show is on every channel. Yeah. but to a gargoyle who has just recently discovered television, you might just assume like, oh, well, it must be a popular thing. It's on every channel, right? Maybe Friends, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they don't they don't think too much into it. Um, and then there's an announcement that the the stars of the show, the Pack, uh, will be appearing live at Madison Square Garden uh, that very night, and so. You know, they're all pumped. Lexington, of course, is like really, really enthusiastic about seeing them. Mm-hmm. So they all head off to go check it out. Um, and then we cut to the pack and we actually get to meet the pack. Who are... It's, it's very weird because like... W- was reality TV a thing at this time? Yeah, see, that,
1: that's what I don't know. Uh, it, I don't think it was because this feels... I am almost a hundred percent certain that uh, Gargoyles predates things like the real world, which is what really put reality television on the map. It's like a watchable consumable genre of television. Yeah. So yeah, this whole framework of the past, it just, it is very, very weird. It's strange to watch.
0: It is because it does feel that way. It's like you get there and these aren't actors, they're not playing characters that are are badass hunters. They are these kid. They are these people, but they are doing a fake show where they're doing choreographed fights against the evil ninjas. Um, and obviously, they're not happy about it. Um, and uh, Wolf especially is disgruntled because he wants a real fight, and he's you know they were promised all these things when when the show was set up and clearly this was all set up by Xanatos, which we find out, you know, much later in the episode, right. but he, he must've set up the whole thing, the whole TV show to test the pack and, and also to further test the gargoyles for his nefarious yet unknown ends, like whatever, whatever he's trying to accomplish. It doesn't seem very clear.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It is very
0: muddled uh, as to what, I don't know what he's doing,
1: <laughs> which I guess is good because it does kind of add to the mystery of the show. But like, yeah, his, his nefarious plans, uh, even though we've seen like the robots and and Demona and, you know, all, all of these things, like you're still just kind of like, what what is your goal here?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because like in the in the first in Awakening, his goal is to obviously he knows, of, you know, him and Demona have some sort of working relationship before he wakes the others. But he is waking them up with the sole purpose to have them rip off another tech company so that he can build robots modeled after gargoyles, which he does, by the way. Right. And but then but there's no like, why? Why are you going to market yeah, them? Because are you because using yeah. them as an army? Like, what is the point? Yeah, and it? then it's like they fail. And then he's like, all right, kill him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know it's and and even now, like at the end of this episode when he's like, hmm mm, yes, perfect I, I needed to test everyone, and now I have all the information I need. Yes, my plan is working perfectly, <laughs> yeah, so I got look, I guess we'll find out in in the near future here if or maybe not i I don't know if that actually gets addressed i this is one of those things where it, I don't remember his his overall. yeah i
1: i I remember a lot about this show i and i actually i clearly remember this episode not just from re-watching it you know recently so that we can talk about it but like i remember this episode in particular because it does come right off the awakening um but yeah i cannot for the
0: life of me remember what his end game is yeah i have no idea and i mean it's probably intentional they they want they want Xanatos to be mysterious. So you're always like, Oh, what is this guy's motivations? Like, what is he, what's he, what's he thinking about? Because you never know. And, and that is, I think it's both good and bad for a kid watching a show. I think it's great because you're just, you're, you're invested, you know, you're like, he's bad. I don't know what's going on, but I love every minute of it. Whereas an adult, you're watching it, and you're like, "But why? <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's he's just evil to be evil, I guess, or he's fun, or he's having yeah. fun. I don't know. I don't know. He, yeah, no, it, it
1: is very weird. Um, Yeah, it is very weird. But yeah, you're absolutely right. So he he is behind it all, and and the pact is kind of this uh, the
0: mercenaries. Like, what are they? Like, yeah, they feel like... I mean, you get the idea that they're hunters? Because, I mean, they're even... They, the gargoyles even call them hunters uh, yeah. at some point. But, like, they're, like, high-tech... How do they, like, self-reference... They
1: self-reference themselves as hunters, but, like... Yeah, they're, like... like they're, you're never really clear what they actually are.
0: High-tech... They're su- super... Vi- they're super villains, is what they are. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. They're there's right, really no fair. other way to explain them. They're the most comic book characters... In the in the series, yes, yes. To be, to be honest, yeah,
1: not not even just in like their their uh their you know the fact that they're called the Pact and the fact that they're you know hunters and they can't wait to hunt monsters and, and whatever, but like just even the way that they're dressed and how they're all defined, like they're yep. all just classic
0: cliche comic
1: book villains.
0: Yeah, and uh, but honestly, I, I love them. I, I oh yeah, I, no, they're great. They're I great. Think the characters are a lot of fun. Um, so of course later that night, uh, the gargoyles sneak into Madison square garden, they watched the performance and, um, at the end of it, Lexington is just like, Oh, it'd be great to meet him." And <laughs> rather than, ra- rather than confide in his two, his other two stooges and be like, Hey guys, let's go. Why don't we just go try to meet them? Uh, Instead, he's just like, Hey, you guys go ahead. I'm gonna just uh, hang out here and not do anything I'm not supposed to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, going back to the naivety because the other two are just like, All right, cool, man.
0: We'll see you back at the castle. <laughs> uh, and so he, yeah, he, he hops down in front of the, the pack as they're leaving. And I just <laughs> I, I love that Wolf's reaction is the picture of the other one was bigger like, he's just he's just so disappointed that this is the runt that's shown up
1: it is it is a great scene uh
0: it is it is a really good scene
1: uh and, and it it does demonstrate the pact a little bit better I, I like that it's it's very funny
0: yeah and of course we we see i'm not trying to make a pun here i'm really not uh but we see foxes <laughs> we see Fox's cunning. Yeah, it's her, her slyness, yes. Uh, it's uh, clearly that's why her name is Fox because oh, that's yeah, her 100%, 100%. character type, but it, it makes it difficult to talk yeah. about her. Wolf is the hunter, kind of she's the yeah. sly fox. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. For um, sure. so she uses the opportunity to trick, basically, to trick Lexington into like oh yeah we've we've heard about you and we've, we've heard that there's a a bigger one of uh, you know <laughs> uh, yeah another creature like you only bigger we'd love to meet him and of course lexington is just overjoyed that his heroes are exactly what he thought they were based on one interaction <laughs> <laughs> oh lex uh, this this episode makes me hate the fact that i like lexington he's so <laughs> he's so stupid in this episode i just like yeah
1: yeah,
0: um, there he is. <laughs> he is. Cause honestly, an argument could be made
1: that uh while Brooklyn does get into the same similar shenanigans, there's a little bit more to it than just being duped by, you know, the heroes you saw on TV. Like Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would say Damona's a little bit more manipulative. Yeah. And, and it makes Brooklyn's thing more justified. Whereas you literally just jump down in front of these idiots and they were like, Yeah, oh, we've heard of you guys. Can we see your bigger friend? And you were like they're so cool. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> They're just like us. They're like, just like us. Calm down, Lex. <laughs> They're heroes because they said so. Um, <laughs> but of course, this episode also carries that heavy message at the end of it of the Yeah, like, oh, like I said, yeah. Maybe maybe we shouldn't believe everything we see on TV. Yeah. Which again? <laughs> Is a line written
1: into the script that is said out loud at the end of this episode?
0: Yeah, <laughs> like we got, we got it. Okay, thank yeah. you. We, we get it. You didn't need yeah. to spell it out for us. Yeah, hammering that, hammering that point home. Yeah, and of course, then two late, two episodes later, you have the gun violence episode. Uh, yeah, with uh, not keeping a, a gun in your house or whatever. Like, th- <laughs> there were some real heavy-handed messages they were putting across in these episodes. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so Lexington returns back and tells everyone that he's befriended the pack. Uh, Goliath is, is not happy about it, but he, he convinces them uh, after it because it's like it's near dawn. So they go to sleep, come back. Um, he convinces Goliath to just meet them first. He's like, will you at least meet them before you judge them? And Goliath is like, fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's always in a bad mood but like he's, yeah. he yeah. he goes along with it. Um Yeah. And- I do like I the one thing I do like about
1: that interaction though is is uh Lexington comparing it to Elise. Like he, you know, he's very much kind of throwing it in Goliath's face like you have a human friend, why can't we have them?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I like that. Yeah. And he and and again, I mean it does play into the whole like uh, yes, on TV there they are heroes. And so his perception is that they are heroes because that's what he sees them do on TV. And so he believes that he believes they're the same as Elisa at this point. Right. You know, um, so. I, but what I find weird about this is that G- Goliath is always so careful. And even when he's not, even like in Awakening, when he first goes to meet Elisa for the first time, um, who, who's who got his back? Hudson. Hudson shows up and he's like, "Ah, "I was watching your back." You know what I mean? Yeah. But we don't have that here, and I feel like, I feel like that should have been here. Like the fact that it's just Lexington and Goliath they get set upon. I feel Mm -hmm. like this episode would have been more interesting if it would have featured the entire pack of pack of gargoyles are they are they a pack are they a murder i i don't i don't know yeah they, sure I, yeah. the entire the entire i feel like we've addressed this before and we we never we're never sure uh, i think it's a gaggle the entire gaggle, yeah, of gargoyles. The gaggle of gargoyles that
1: that makes way more sense yeah versus absolutely.
0: versus the pack like i think that would have been a much more interesting episode because you could have had some one-on-one stuff going on and you know, you wouldn't have needed the world's most convenient rooftop that has a thousand, <laughs> a thousand statues on it. <laughs> yeah, well, you definitely could have like
1: you definitely could have, like you said you could have highlighted each of the packs so we could meet them a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because the pack is all supposed to be you know, they're all supposed to have a unique set of skills, uh, for, for each one. Um, and while sure they try to showcase that against Goliath, I think it would have been more effective if, even if you just had Hudson there, like even if you just had one other gargoyle there, um, you probably could have displayed a little bit more.
0: Yeah, for sure. Cause really you mostly get to, to interact with Wolf and Fox and the other three are just kind of there. Right. Um, so, yeah, they, so Goliath and Lexington show up. Turns out it's a big trap um, set. They manage to escape, and then the the, the pack goes on the hunt. Yeah. Um, pursuing the, them. the hunt, baby. <laughs> <laughs> pursuing them through the city, and uh, at some point, um, Goliath and Lexington take a John Wick 3-style fall off a building, mm-hmm. and but they actually f- fall unconscious like you would um, I mean, you would be dead, but, but if you're a gargoyle or John Wick, you're fine. So, or to be fair, Black Widow, but that's, yes, that's the difference yes. based yeah. based on the new film. Yes. Um. So, but the, they're unconscious and the pack is about to finish them off when this family happens nearby. And of course the kids are like, it's the pack. And um, I thought this was actually, this was a great moment with the pack because even though like, Fox is like, oh, our adoring public, you know, she's frustrated by it. But then like Wolf kind of jumps in and is like, oh, stand back, kids, these dangerous monsters and like doing the whole showmanship thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was really good. And then, of course the parents were like, oh, I think they're filming some kind of a movie over here. <laughs> we, we should leave them alone. And then, but immediately the kids are like, hey, they're attacking the pack and they start throwing trash at him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Lex. (laughs) Uh, But of course, they do manage to escape in the commotion of everything with with the distraction. Uh, And they they scale up a roof. And again, this bothers me so much because (laughs) it's like they fell off of another roof and then managed to climb up this one. And it just so happens to be the one roof or series of nearby roofs that are just... There, there's too many gargoyles. Can I just mm-hmm. say that? There's too yeah, many. No, no, it's, you can't. Can. There
1: is such a thing as too many. Th- this is that time.
0: Cause like I could see like a handful being scattered throughout, but literally that first shot when they get to the top and they're looking around, and I was like, That's too many, guys. That is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your yeah. uh your background artist is a little overzealous. Nobody would have this. You know, somebody was like, Yeah, if you could just
1: make it look like, you know, it's going to be difficult to find them. You know, maybe like five or six. He's like, Oh, so the entire route, everybody, everything, everything gargoyles, right? That's what you're asking. Like, no, 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 scale scale it back. Oh, I think I know what you want. And then he just went nuts.
0: just copy and paste it over and over yeah. again.
1: There's going to be so many gargoyles.
0: Like there's grotesques in places that make no sense when you're looking <laughs> at it. Like nobody would put that there. And it's it's exclusively to have this moment where suddenly the pack becomes the hunted. And I look I appreciate the the metaphor there. Yeah. But um, and you get some cool, almost like Batman moments, where suddenly the packs just getting picked off one at a time by Goliath, right. and all that's fine. But I still don't think you needed that many statues to sell sure.
1: it. Sure, sure. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, I think I think you probably could have sold it in in many different ways, and and I don't think that that was. It, it does feel rather silly.
0: Yeah. Or yeah. or take a page out of the um the third, third episode, maybe fourth episode um, where they're in like Central Park and there's some statues. Yeah. Right. Right. Because you can
1: reuse that.
0: You can rehash that. It doesn't. Central Park is is crucial to them.
1: Like, yeah. yeah. And
0: and there and we know for a fact that there are a bunch of statues in Central Park. So they didn't all need to be gargoyles that look suspiciously like our gargoyles. You know what I mean? They could have just been a bunch of stone statues that would have still kind of sold that oh they could be hiding in here somewhere with the occasional gargoyle statue like a real gargoyle statue mixed in but yeah yeah it was just like they got to that roof and i was like get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah definitely definitely. So, <laughs> but uh they do manage to take out uh dingo i think is, is first to go and then hyena and then Jack and mm-hmm. the Jackal is like, I didn't sign up for this <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and, then, and runs off. And then he gets taken out. Yeah. Um, uh, and then it just, so it's just Fox and Wolf who they try to run at this point. They, they try to get away, but Goliath catches up with them. Um, what, I forget how, Oh, that's right. They fall through a roof, right? Cause he pins them up to, uh, he like grabs both of them and goes through the brick and they fall into that yes, photo shoot. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, which was also a weird moment. Cause then it was like, I mean, I get, I guess they were in, in a studio to begin with. That's mm-hmm. where the, their initial trap went off. So I guess it's not that weird that another building is another studio. Yeah. Um, but they fall into this and for whatever reason, I, I don't, Really know why? Because I feel like they could have gotten up and just bolted, and everything would have been fine. But Fox pulls out a gun, and <laughs> takes a hostage. <laughs> and the photographer who is who is filming the shoot or uh, shooting the shoot shooting the shoot. Jesus, uh, he I mean he was shooting the pictures. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> he yes. gets a picture of her holding the hostage, and. Uh, they head outside and doesn't her gun gets her gun goes off at one point, doesn't it? And causes like it's it either knocked out of her hand or something like that. Yeah, and, and it goes right. off. And when it whatever it shot exploded and I was like, what gun <laughs> is this? It's insane.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a weird kind of conclusion to everything like it just i don't know there's so many different ways i feel like that whole sequence could have gone down and the 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 way that they choose for it i was just kind of like what what is happening right now
0: yeah uh and then for me the highlight of the episode is uh because again clancy brown is is brilliant Uh, I, i love him i love his voice uh and he plays his character so well but when um goliath knocks fox's gun away and then she gets, I think, uh, she gets knocked out or whatever. Uh, and then Wolf is like, they kind of have a moment where they get to do fisticuffs. But like before they really get into it, Wolf's like, finally, some real action. <laughs> <laughs> And then, I mean, he gets dispatched pretty quickly, though, but it's like that, it's just the glee in his eye that yeah, he's going right. to go get to fight this creature. That Yeah. He, that he well, just, I mean, he's, he's been the
1: one that's been advocating for this action from the very beginning. Uh, and so for him to just, again, take thrill in the hunt, eh? uh, <laughs> he, yeah, he's definitely the one to do it. And again, I think being voiced by Clancy Brown, it just it adds just that extra layer of, of oomph. Uh, to it that, that really uh, is, a, is a nice uh, uh, fitting end uh, to their to the little square off up top.
0: Um, oh, right. Real quick. Um, I want to correct myself before anyone's like that didn't happen. Um, the the gun exploding moment that I'm thinking of is actually from the next episode.
1: Oh, OK. It's, uh, it's, so I watched them back to back. So, uh, yeah, me, me, too. So I, 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 they can blend into one. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, even the style of gun uh, yeah, anyway. So the gun it's, it happens in the next episode. It's, it's involving the motorcycle, it's the motorcycle. Game. Oh, and that's the, right. The, the one shot gets fired and it hits the motorcycle. and The motorcycle <laughs> it just <fucking> explodes. explodes. <laughs> and I was like, what kind of rounds are you packing? So, but more, more on that in the next episode. Um, yeah. So uh, he defeats Wolf and then we cut back to the castle where Lexington is like, I'm never going to trust anyone ever again. And Goliath is like, no, 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 you were right. You know, we do need to, you need to reach out and make some friends, but um, we just got to be careful about it is, is kind of the moral of the, of the story. Yeah.
1: And don't believe everything you see on TV. That is the other big moral yeah. of the story, Mike.
0: Yeah. That's well, I was getting to that because they, <laughs> They it, Brooklyn and Broadway show come back home from wherever they were doing out in the city, and then it shows on the news that the pack was arrested uh, due to the evidence of Fox taking a woman hostage. And then everyone's like, "Oh, but I thought they were heroes." And then yeah, Hudson just again no subtlety. It's just like <laughs> maybe we shouldn't believe everything we see on television. And uh, then they take their places and turn to stone. And then we cut to the prison where Xanatos is like, success. (laughs) (laughs) You have Owen reporting, uh, you know, what happened and, um, and Xanatos is, you know, he's like a little too, he's like, he's not really disappointed. You know,
1: it's. Yeah. Uh, But again, it's, uh, it's the, it's like we were talking about where it's like, we're, we don't know what his endgame is and we have no idea why this was even something that he needed to have happen or manipulate to be happening. And, you know, the, the result for, you know, watching it, we're like, okay, well, you know, the pack is gone. Like, what do you, what else do you need? And he's just like, yes, this, yes, everything is going according to plan.
0: Yeah. Cause, cause Owen is like, you know, sorry, it didn't work out. And then Zanosos is like, well, what are you talking about? Like, I got to test both the pack, I got to test Goliath, and then you know, his it, what do you say? It's very it was very informative. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah and, and that's where it ends. That's the end of the episode. Um, uh, yeah, I look, it's a fun episode. Um, we're we're not really into like rating episodes here. We're just we just talk yeah. through them and we point out the silly stuff and the things yeah. that we found particularly cool. Um, so I enjoy this episode. It's the whole message at the end is way way heavy-handed, but it was a yeah, kids' no, cartoon. I get it why is. it was there.
1: Yeah. And um, and it's like you said too, like I think, you know, coming off of The Awakening, which feels like a feature film, it is a bit jarring. Like, like I said, it's it's very jarring because this it goes from like this five-part connected feature, like you could literally just watch it as a movie. Uh, and, and it would function just fine, to a very episodic Saturday morning cartoon style cartoon. And it does take a little bit to kind of adjust. And, and look, I didn't even, it's been a, a week or so since I've watched it, since we finished The Awakening, uh, watching it. And so, but even with that time passing, it's still just like, wait, okay, hold on. I'm still watching The Gargoyles, right? Like it just, it's, it's so, it's such a, shift in tone even though it has all of those same elements of you know same characters similar voice style similar artwork like everything's similar but not like it just it took a minute to kind of adjust to to the episode
0: yeah uh i I agree and i i do think there are there were a couple places in this episode where the animation got a little wonky um right like and but again it's that when you when you have to mass produce these things you're gonna get a difference in quality and so again whereas like awakenings one through five felt very cinematic and everything felt very polished and everything like that now we're getting into more of the you know the the episodic feel so some of the animation isn't as as clean and i'm not saying like it's a big thing like it was it was only in a couple of noticeable places but yeah but it is it's like going from seeing aladdin the motion picture or the, the the animated motion picture to aladdin the tv series you know like all the fantastic detail and the carpet is gone so right yeah uh, no for sure for so sure gonna, that is how it feels no you're
1: absolutely right
0: yeah and, and i think you're going to see more of that in season two when they had to hammer out 65 episodes or whatever yeah. <laughs> um yeah but but they were smart in that they've chosen a very simple animation style so right you're, right. you're so not it's, it's not, it yeah, you're not
1: like, yeah, it's not that, ju- it's it's noticeable, but it's yeah. not like, it didn't take me out of the episode altogether. It, I definitely, it took me a second to kind of adjust my eyes to <laughs> to the difference, I guess, in, in, in quality in certain parts. But overall, I mean, once you kind of get past the, the gear shift and the tone shift, um, the episode is very fun. I, and like you said, the introduction of the pact is great. Um, you know and and yeah we do we do get the Stooges run now um, and it's 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 good because you do get to kind of see uh, you know people like Lexington, Brooklyn, Broadway you get to see them kind of have their their moments they're bad ones yeah they're dumb but um, you know it's been the whole Awakening series has been really Goliath heavy like yeah and and I get it he's the the main character of the Gargoyles but it's nice to give You know, little mini episodes to each of the smaller ones, and I think we see that here, and 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 I do enjoy
0: that. Yeah, I just wish there would have been a little bit more of a redemptive arc for Lexington. Yeah, because in in the next episode, we're going to talk about it. You know, it's a it's a very similar series of events that happens featuring Brooklyn, but I feel like that character gets a little bit more of a a redemptive arc in in the con, just of what happens in the episode, whereas this. Uh, and it's, I don't know. I'm starting to wonder why I like Lexington. Cause like he's, <laughs> he's, he's the smallest. He's the most frail. He, he gets, he gets beat up a lot. He makes a lot of mistakes again for being the smart one. He's sure as an idiot sometimes. Yeah, no, for um, sure. For sure. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, you have any further thoughts on uh, no? Thrill of the hunt? Uh, no, I think I think I've uh, I've said
1: all I need to say about the episode. All right.
0: Uh, well, as always, if you listening have thoughts on gargoyles or just this episode, thrill of the hunt, please please send us a message and let us know. Either email me michael at jackofallnerdshow dot com or just go to the contact us form on jackofallnerdshow dot and shoot a message, and we'll give you a shout out in a future episode of the rookery so our next episode will be temptation uh episode two in the idiot trilogy or the the stooges trilogy of episodes (laughs) yes as we're calling it um yeah derek finally some real action